Hey friend, welcome back to the Brand Mary podcast. I'm so excited that you're joining me for today's episode. It's a really interesting one. So I've been like debating, I've been going back and forth on creating an episode on AI, artificial intelligence, and specifically talking about chat GPT. If you don't know about that, we're going to dive into it, so don't worry. But I was going back and forth on creating an episode for this because I, I want it to be really actionable for you. And I want you to also have an understanding of where AI tools at the time of this recording can be beneficial and where they can actually be hurtful to your brand. And so, of course, we're going to take a branding approach and talk about whether or not you should be using these AI tools for your branding. Think content ideas, writing your copy, and so much more. At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. All right, I am sitting here in my office right now. We are gearing up to head to Colombia, South America in just two days. And I am slightly freaking out, y'all. Like, it's so exciting to be going to a new country that we've never explored, but we're also going to a new continent. And last night, my husband was talking to our son, Cal, and was like, buddy, you're going to your third continent you know, in your life. He's seven. And I was like, so are we. Like, it's just so crazy to just think, you know, like how much traveling we've been doing in the last few years and how much our son has experienced. So I'm sure I will give you some updates on a later podcast episode on what our experience was like. We haven't gone yet. Now, at the time of this release, we will actually be coming back from Colombia. So more to come on how that experience was. But I'm just super, super excited. And I'm currently sitting in my office on a Sunday recording this. I'm watching my son and my husband play tennis out front and staring at my parents' massive RV because they are getting ready to retire and go out on the road full time. There's just so many changes happening over here behind the scenes at Brand Mary. And I love having this platform as a way to share what's going on with you. Because for me, seeing behind the scenes of a business is so incredibly powerful. I really love that we have the opportunity to share what's happening in our lives and what our other responsibilities and commitments might be, because I think it adds some transparency to entrepreneurship. You know, not everyone has a giant team. Not everyone can sit and work, you know, Monday through Friday, this time to this time. Not everyone wants to. I'm actually the type of person who doesn't mind working a little on the weekends and taking half days throughout the week because in the afternoon, my son is done with his school and we can like go outside and play. In fact, in the summer, I have to like force myself to sit down to work. So, I just really love being able to share this with you and, you know, 
start these conversations. So I speak to a ton of you inside of my DMs over on Instagram when a new episode is released or you follow along with stories and stuff. But if you haven't reached out to me, please do. If you tune into this podcast, send me a message and let me know. I just love to know who's listening. I can see the numbers, but I can't always see the faces. And just start a conversation because that's really one of the reasons why I love the podcast. It's much more conversational. I have such a fun time kind of sharing the ins and outs of entrepreneurship as a whole, but then also, you know, getting down and dirty with the training, all right? Because I've got a lot to share with you. So to start off, and I swear, by the way, there's full circle about this whole behind the scenes thing. I'm going to wrap it all up with that at the end. You just wait. You just wait and see. It actually relates to AI in a huge way. So speaking of AI and today's episode, I want to take it back and share a little bit of a story with you and when I first became familiar with chat GPT. So we're going to talk about AI, artificial intelligence just in general, but I think this this podcast specifically is because of my experience with chat GPT and how it freaking broke the internet. So a few months ago, I was on Instagram and I saw a post from Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V. Uh, if you don't follow him, he's definitely not for everyone, but he, <laughs> I like him a lot. So take it or leave it. But um, he was sharing about this new tool and he didn't give a lot of information. He was just like, hey, this is a great tool for content creators. You should check it out. Well, I looked at it a couple hours after and I couldn't even get into the website. All the comments were like, you broke the internet, <laughs> you know, like everything, it's shut down. So needless to say, it got a lot of traction pretty freaking fast because of, you know, the status that obviously Gary Vaynerchuk has in the entrepreneur content creator world. So fast forward a little bit, you know, I, I never dove back into it. I was like, what ups? Um, and my husband one morning woke up, woke up and he goes, oh my gosh, you need to look at this freaking tool. He's like, I saw it on TikTok and I asked it to write like a novel and I asked it to design the perfect two-week itinerary on an RV trip and I asked it to write, a, you know, an album outline if you haven't caught on, my husband is an artist through and through. So novels, movie scripts, you know, uh, albums, that's what he's asking, chat GPT. You know, your girl, the first thing was like, design a course on X, Y, and Z. So I looked at what he was sharing with me and I was like, oh, that's pretty crazy. I was telling him that I had obviously heard about it a couple weeks before, but then got distracted and didn't dive further. But I had heard that it was really powerful. So to separate ChatGPT from other AI tools, which have been around for quite some time, there's Jasper.ai, there's Copy.ai. Um, these are essentially platforms that you can give it a prompt, give it a few prompts depending on the style of the platform, and it will generate copy for you. On some of those platforms, you can tell a specific type of tone that you want it to have. And it's this computer, you know, using the data and information available to it to create whatever you're asking it to create. So for instance, previously for copy.ai and jasper.ai and some other tools, you could say design a landing page, design a sales page, write a headline for my blog, write a blog post, write an email, different things like that. But to be honest, I never really liked those tools. I found that what they gave me fell flat almost every single time. Early on when I was testing those tools, it was last year, I believe, when I was running some ads, 
I was like, let's see how they do. And so I compared some copy from one of those AI tools with my own written copy in an ad campaign and my own written copy outperformed the other substantially. So I was already kind of at first like, "Eh, I don't know about this. Also, I tend to really, really love creating copy. And because of the work that I've done on my brand and my branding in general, I understand my voice. I understand my messaging. I've been doing this for seven years. And so I definitely have more of a storytelling approach that just can't happen with these tools. So that was my experience with AI previously. There are also uh, so many tools with graphic design and different things that entrepreneurs can use. Where ChatGPT really elevated the experience is that it was designed as a chat bot. So you ask your initial question or prompt that you want, and I'm going to share some examples with you, and it produces some copy. Well, then you can continuously refine that copy. So you can ask it things like, okay, now add a little bit more story into this piece of copy or make this copy specifically for women entrepreneurs, or make this copy a little more friendly in the tone of. And each time you give it a prompt, it will refine itself. So right away, I noticed that I was getting much more high quality content that I actually would feel more comfortable using than what I had previously experienced with AI. So of course, my ears were perked and I was super interested in how this could ultimately help entrepreneurs. Now, I think what's really important here and why I want to have this conversation with you is that what I'm seeing on the internet now is like two different directions. It's like, this is horrible. This is bad. Entrepreneurs shouldn't use this. This is just going to hurt branding. It's just going to hurt our businesses. People are going to be out of jobs, right? On the flip side of that, there's people like, you should use it for everything. It's absolutely amazing. It's going to make your life so much easier. Look at all these ways for people who aren't really great at copy to write copy. I have a very middle of the road approach to this. And I think it's important to have this approach to AI in general because it's not going to slow down. It's just going to keep progressing. In fact, just last week at the time of this recording, Microsoft announced their new AI tool, which is basically a play on chat GPT. So I haven't used it yet. They just released it, but essentially they're going to be incorporating it with like Word and PowerPoint and Outlook. Google, we knew this was coming, right? Google um, announced their version of chat GPT Bard, and it actually had a massive flop. <laughs> so if you want to Google that, you can just Google that and read about it. But well, all of this to say that like it's not slowing down and the demand is obviously there. And these big competitors in the tech space are like, we are going to tap into that. We are going to absolutely make this work for us. In addition, Canva, which I know is a tool so many of us use and love, I love it. They have the new Canva documents and they have an AI feature in there as well. So the question becomes, should you be using these tools for your brand? And if you choose to use them, how should you be using them? And that's what I really want to dive into. You know, 
I do not think that these AI tools are the answer to all of our problems. No way. Do I think they are useful? Yes, I do. So I want to give you some examples of things that I've actually put into chat GPT that I think are just so fascinating what comes back. So the first thing, um, one of the first things that I put in were tips for starting an online business. So I wanted to see, okay, if I asked it like a very, very specific title, I've done my SEO research, which again is something we teach here at Brian Mary. I've done my SEO research and I, I want to ask it like, write me a blog post essentially, right? Um, write me a blog post on starting a business. And so my very first question was write a blog post with tips for starting an online brand and business while working a nine to five. So it pumped out an intro paragraph, you know, five, no, seven tips. Each tip was about mm, two to three sentences and then a conclusion paragraph. Okay, great. So then I asked it, can you share more about juggling a business and working a nine to five? So it modified a bit of the tips, not an overhaul, but added more of that language inside. For example, the intro paragraph says, juggling a business and working a nine-to-five can be a challenging but rewarding experience. It requires careful planning, time management, and a strong work work ethic to ensure that you are able to give both your full-time job and your business the attention and effort they require. Here are a few tips for balancing the two. Great. I would say that that's a decent intro. And then it went into the tips. It gave five tips now, and then it concluded. So right away, my initial reaction to this was, wow, this is a good outline. Like this would be a fantastic place to start. Would I use this as it is? Absolutely not. The reason for that, and we'll get into the the Google reason for that in a minute, but the reason for that is there's no personality behind this piece of content. And that I think is the biggest fear that people have with using these tools. That if you ask it, it might create the exact same piece of content. So now we've got blog posts galore where it just looks like everyone's copying and pasting the same piece of content. It also makes it really easy for people to sound like experts when they are not. I didn't give it any more prompt except for like, tell me how to write this thing. And so that can be a little scary because it's like, okay, who is an expert? Who is telling the truth? The more that these tools come up, you know, what does that ultimately mean for business? My take on that is it shows us the importance of branding. Yeah, you knew I was going to bring it back to that, didn't you? Okay. OMG, I finally made a physical planner. Truth be told, I created this planner years ago, but we have finally brought it all together and created this physical planner for you to help you in your business. When I first started my business, I was working a nine to five, had a new baby, and I was juggling all of the things while trying to get my business off the ground and running. And even as I continued to grow my business for a few years, it was as a solopreneur. And so I really had to have a clear plan of action and a roadmap for what I was focused on every single day so that I didn't have to waste time sitting in overwhelm or wondering what I was going to be working on. I started implementing the practices inside of the new 90-day brand Mary Planner back in 2016 when I was juggling all the things similar to probably what you're doing right now as you work to grow your business. I spent a few years tweaking it until finally, at the beginning of 2020, I felt like I had mastered the 90-day plan. 
That also just so happens to be the same year that I doubled my revenue, and I don't think that it was by chance. I really think it came down to having a really clear roadmap and intention on what I was going to be working on and what would yield the biggest results in my business. So we have created this beautiful planner for you. It is an 8 by 5 by 11 to serve as your key signature planner specifically for your business. It's not necessarily a place to jot down every single thing that you are doing in your life. We can save that all for our automated Google calendars, please. Those are on our phone. This is really for you to be intentional with the plans of your business. Now, of course, inside of the planner, there are tons of strategies because if you know me, you know, and it's so important in how you show up in your life, how to plan. We talk about your business in general, how you plan your business around really important events in your life, and making sure that you're checking in with yourself on a regular basis. This planner covers all of the areas that I talk about when it comes to building a sustainable business. So if you feel like you set these really big intentions for the year, but then you don't have a clear roadmap and action plan for actually executing those pieces, this planner is for you. If you feel like you can really get overwhelmed with all the different things that you could be doing in your business and don't actually take the time to map it all out and break it all down into bite-sized pieces, then this planner is definitely for you. If you feel like you are always running your business on full throttle, not taking time to actually check in with yourself or see how your business is feeling and make those adjustments regularly, then you guessed it. This planner is for you. This planner was really designed to help you build your sustainable business while making sure that your business doesn't take away from the beautiful life of freedom that you desire. You can head to brandmary.com slash planner to grab your planner today. Again, it's brandmary, B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y.com slash planner. You can also sign up for some additional resources that you get once you purchase the planner to help you improve your time management and productivity. I can't wait for you to get your hands on this and see how it supports you in building your sustainable business and life of freedom. This is why branding is so, so essential because the tools that are going to be available to entrepreneurs and even non-entrepreneurs, we'll just call them scammers, right? Who want to just like create these fake things. They're going to be, they can use these tools and it can be super, super easy. Like my husband create could create a branding website tomorrow and just ask chat GPT for all of its blog posts. But the key with standing out, building that uh, client base, building that community, having that no like and trust factor, sharing your values, that all comes from brand storytelling. That is something you cannot have this thing create. And so even when I asked it, and I'll share that ad with you in just a second, to add a little bit more storytelling it still, in my opinion, fell flat. Now, I could keep digging and digging and asking it more questions, but at the end of the day, it doesn't have a personality. And so, and it doesn't have my personality, right? And so, again, when I'm looking at this blog post, I'm thinking, this is a fantastic outline. If I was feeling really lost or stuck that day and not inspired to create content or just getting started, oh my gosh, in those early years, I would just stare at a blank screen forever and be like, what am I going to talk about? This would be a great way. So that's kind of my tip number one. Use it as a template. 
Use it as a framework and then expand off of it if you're ever feeling stuck. Okay, let's look at another one that I asked it. So this one that I thought was really interesting, and this was like a podcast pitch. So I'll I'll give this one to you as an example as well. So my background is in public relations, PR. My degree is in public relations, and I worked in the industry for a while. I credit that for you know the knowledge that I have really around messaging and positioning to this day. So one of the things I'm super familiar with is pitching pub- public channels, um, podcasts, TV, radio, influencer, all of that. It's all stuff that I've done in the past. So I wanted to see, you know, like how are you doing here, chat GPT? So I said, write a podcast pitch email for a guest speaker on the topic of brand storytelling. Great. So what I got, I'm not going to read every single post to you um, because I think it would be fun for you to play with it if you're open to it. But essentially it says, dear podcast host, right in brackets where you'd fill in, I'm writing to pitch an idea for a guest speaker on your podcast about the power of brand storytelling. Okay right away. I'm like, that is nice. But one of the things that we know about pitching is that you really want to um, modify the messaging so that the person that you're pitching to, the platform you're pitching to, sees the benefit for them and their guests. So right away, I was kind of like, I think that we could have had a little bit more personal there. We could have said what the podcast name was, different things like that. The next one says, as a guest speaker's occupation or area of expertise. So you would just put like, it would be my name and my expertise in there. I have seen firsthand the impact that a strong, authentic brand story can have on a company's success from attracting, retaining customers to driving employee engagement, a compelling brand story is essential in today's competitive marketplace. It goes on to share like what I would do in the episode and then ultimately saying like, I'm confident that this topic would be of interest to your listeners. Um, and I believe my insight would be informative. Okay. So again, the framework is there but it's missing a few very, very key components to pitching. One, there wasn't enough connection of like, I know who your audience is and I know how this is specifically going to benefit them. It barely, you know, touched the surface saying, I'm confident this topic would be of interest to your listeners, but not specifically how. Another thing we know is to provide options when we are pitching. So while I'm pitching specifically around brand storytelling, I might share two to three topic titles that I would ultimately share. So again, I want to break this down to show you that like, yes, this is a great place to start, but should you put all of your eggs in this basket? No, you shouldn't. You still need to do the work on storytelling, on your branding, on your messaging, learning how to craft copy that converts. Because even though this tool is incredibly advanced, it's not going to answer all of our problems. Now, there's one more thing that I want to share with you as it relates to copy. And then let's talk about how I would encourage you to actually use this tool. So, I wanted to play, as I mentioned before, with Facebook ads. So Facebook ads are always just like, you know, a freaking crapshoot, I really believe. And they're changing all the time. So when you start running Facebook ads, if you're not familiar with uh, advertising in general strategy, but specifically Facebook and Instagram where you have to generate a good amount of copy if you're not using like a video campaign like Reels, you have to test the different types of copy. And so you want to have a variety. So when I was gearing up for my January Nail Your Niche Challenge, 
I asked it specifically to create a Facebook ad promoting an upcoming Nail Your Knees Challenge for Entrepreneurs, okay? So it gave me some valuable framework here. Um, The first one specifically was, are you an entrepreneur looking to find your niche and stand out in the crowded market? Look no further. Okay. Right away, I was like, that doesn't sound anything like me. Okay. So right away, I was like, no, no. Now write one that's more conversational because we actually know that conversational copy converts better. So then it came back, hey, fellow entrepreneur, are you feeling stuck trying to figure out your niche in the market? We totally get it. That's why we created this challenge. I would say that is a little better, a little bit more on brand. Then I wanted to give it some more prompts, you know, asking it to talk about the importance of niching down as a business owner, ultimately um, the importance of doing it in 2023. And it gave me a lot of really great content to work with. Again, we tested it. And for my brand specifically, my native copy that I wrote that started with a story or intertwined a story with more detail performed better. Now, I can't say for sure if that's just my brand specifically because I haven't tested it with other brands. And my brand specifically really is known for brand storytelling, but I think it would be really interesting to play with. So again, just another example of not just using what they give you word for word, but adding more to it, maybe even using just the first part and then continuing to write something to play with and something to consider. So the biggest takeaway with this specifically, with this first part, is that Yes, I do see the benefit of asking ChatGPT to help with copy or content creation, but I encourage you to make sure that you've still done the work on your messaging, on your brand story, identifying your authentic voice so that you can enhance it. One of the things that has come out since ChatGPT and just a lot of the tools have really, you know, exploded just in the past even 30, 60 days is that Google is warning that they will be aware if you have used a bot. And again, I think that comes back to our blog content, content on our website where we're saying that we are an expert and copying and pasting something that we see from AI. That, of course, is going to be a no-no. What Google came out with last year in 2022 was clear guidelines with their algorithm stating that high value, high engaging content would perform better with the algorithm. So they have increased, enhanced their scanners. I always call them their scanners, right? You just think of like this computer just like scanning your website. Creepy and awesome at the same time. They have enhanced this to say like how much depth is here? How much weight is here? How long are people actually staying on the page? And obviously, I don't even want to think about how insane that database is, but they can also compare websites. They have also in the past said, if you take a blog post and you copy it and you post it on another website word for word, it's going to ding as like being the same thing. So just a like rule of thumb that if you are going to use chat GPT or another tool for your copy creation, be prepared to change it and update it. And please do not rely on a tool like this because they change all the time, right? Like everything in marketing is changing. The best thing that you can do for yourself as a brand, as a business owner, is to get really clear on who you're speaking to, who you are, what your brand provides, and how to communicate that. So no matter what platform you're on and what they decide to do with themselves that day or how they decide to change in 30 days or if a tool isn't working or a tool stops performing, you can still show up, create content, and market your business. Now, 
What do I think this tool is really, really helpful for? Great question. So as I began to play with it even more, I started to take more of a planning approach with my questions. And this is where I noticed that this could be such a lifesaver for entrepreneurs. So one of the first things that I asked it was a social media posting plan. So I said, create a week of social media posts for a brand that specializes in branding, marketing, and brand storytelling. And what it did is it broke down Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And it's very small, okay? I think I would even want to play with like asking it like, create a longer post or something for Instagram, more specific to see what it creates. This felt a little like Twitter for me. But Monday, for example, it said, effective branding is all about creating an emotional connection with your audience. How do you make sure your brand tells a compelling story? Right? Like I was like, wow, that sounds spot on. But again, I gave it the prompts. I said branding, marketing, and brand storytelling, right? And then it even gave me some hashtags, which I thought was really interesting. So think about how you could use that coming in here, feeling really lost. Like there are, I'm really great at planning my content and I've got a, a freaking toolbox at my disposal of ways to create content. But there are still some days where I feel really uninspired and just can't not creatively think. This would be such an amazing tool to be able to lean on in those moments. So think of how you could use that to help it create a plan for you, maybe for your social media content, and then expand on that, making it your own. Another thing that I asked it to do that I thought was pretty freaking cool was a 30-day content calendar. So I asked it for a 30-day content calendar for a brand strategist. Again, being as specific as possible because the more specific you are, the better your results will be. So I'll just give you the first three days. Day one, introduction to the brand strategist role, and it's important to helping businesses build and maintain strong brands. Day two, tips for conducting a brand audit to assess the current state of a brand. Day three, how to create a brand strategy, including defining your target audience, brand positioning, values, and messaging. Now, honestly, I think I had about 15 good ones out of that. But again, think of all the ideas that you could create by having this plan kind of in place. And that's how I really encourage you to look at these tools as a way to ignite the creativity, as a way to get you started. Because often that's the hardest part, getting started. Just kind of writing down those first few ideas, filling in the content calendar, thinking about the blog titles. But we still, of course, want to back it up with research. We want to back it up with storytelling and, of course, really strong messaging. The last thing that I want to share with you that I am actually obsessed with and will be using moving forward, and that is the CSS or code feature. Okay. <laughs> As someone who loves to do her own website, I update it frequently. I know how to code. I taught myself how to code when I started my business because I just wanted to customize my website how I wanted to. And it was really clunky um, in the beginning. I even have a cheat sheet in Google Drive that's like Squarespace codes that I can circle back to anytime I need them. But the process of discovering those things was time-consuming, going to Google, sifting through what people have said, watching videos, yada, yada, yada. And so the, one of the first things my husband told me when we first were talking about this new platform was the CSS. And so I'm going to give you an example of this, and this is cool. All right. Let's say I want to remove the header on my Squarespace website. 
So I came into ChatGPT and I said, create code for removing header on Squarespace. And said, here is some CSS code that you can use to remove the header. Gave me the exact code I needed and then told me exactly where to put it in Squarespace. That, my friends, might be my favorite feature to date. So if you want to make updates to your website or updates to really any type of tech, I could see this working for so many different things, maybe even ConvertKit, you have a really cool tool at your fingertips to do that. So I really hope that this episode was helpful in maybe sharing a different approach to AI that a lot of people aren't talking about and really just reminding you that, yes, these tools are available and they are amazing, but at its core, having your brand is necessary and essential and is actually going to make using these tools easier and more beneficial for you. So it becomes less of a copy and paste situation and more of an authentic, aligned talking directly to your ideal customer situation. I kind of feel about chat GPT and these AI tools like I do templates and, you know, fill in the blank type of things. They're not original and eventually everyone starts sounding exactly the same. So I encourage you to think for yourself, do the dirty work and knowing your ideal customer and learning how to craft copy. And of course, using amazing tools like this to streamline the process, speed it up, or even just give you that jumpstart you need. I hope today's episode really helped you, and I'm excited to see you dive into this cool tool. If this was beneficial to you, please share it with me over on Instagram. I'm at Michelle Knight Co. Share it on Instagram or in your stories or anywhere else, and maybe even share it with a friend, especially if you have a friend that is an entrepreneur or even, like I said, my husband loves this tool and loves to play with it frequently. We played with it a little bit on our upcoming road trip that we are creating this summer as we head back out in our RV for two months, and it was fun to see what it recommended. Now, truth be told, we had already seen all those things, but that's kind of to be expected <laughs> being in an RV for two years, but it was still fun to see how you could use this in your personal life as well. So again, don't forget to let me know if this episode spoke to you and share with a friend. And I'll be back with another episode next week where I'm actually going to share a behind the scenes of my recent Roadmap to Freedom launch. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brand Mary podcast. And congrats on taking this time for your future self. If you want to continue to gather information and inspiration, plus check out the links from today's episode, be sure to visit brandmarypodcast.com. That's B R A N D M E R R Y podcast.com. Tons of free resources and links from today's episode are available for you there. And in addition, I have free resources, blogs, and free gifts over at brandmary.com. You can connect with all of my amazing tools to help you build the life of your dreams. I'll be back next week with another episode, and I'll talk to you then. We love reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave a review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win-win. Not 
not only are you writing an amazing review, which allows us to get the podcast out to more people, you're getting a free beverage and we're connected on Instagram. And as always, if this episode spoke to you, please consider sharing it with just one person. It means a lot. All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in next week's episode.